0: live with another episode of the brown water banter podcast my name is jared seymour my name is joey cates that's right we got a great show for line w today Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman is in the studio. Right. Stop by good on to a see y'all. Yeah, thank yes you. sir. Glad to have you here. Uh, busy day today. You got? I've seen uh, some of your schedule. You're uh, traveling all over the state. We are.
1: Yeah, we, we had a good day. We'll talk about it in a second. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Before we do that, we want to jump into uh, before we jump into the conversation. We want to thank the sponsors, the people who keep the lights on here for us. Uh, our good buddy Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. They are located on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. If you're looking for a great local dentist, man, give them a call. Check them out on the socials, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram at Southern Magnolia Smiles. And when you're ready to make that appointment, man, just give them a call at 228 215 1202. Our buddy Jesse Hill over at Hilltree Marketing. If you need a website built from nothing no concept to full-blown award-winning website hilltree marketing can do it for you they're local right here on the mississippi gulf coast jesse's put together a team that can take you from like i said no concept to award-winning website whether you're a small business owner content creator you're running for re-election doesn't matter if you need (laughs) if you need a website he can hook you up up. that's right Uh, hilltreemarketing.com go check them out Uh, our buddy uh, tyler over at taylor and cox law firm uh, they've been practicing law for over 30 years in Pascagoula. If you find yourself needing legal representation for any reason, uh, they specialize in uh, criminal law, family law, and civil litigation defense. So give them a call at 228-696-0111 and we appreciate having them on board. That's right. Uh, also our app sponsor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate that from Tyler as well. Well, uh, it's the rain's coming down now. Sounds uh, good outside. Our, yeah, our good buddy Rocky Brooks over at Cedar Swamp. Swamp. Uh, He's got all your outdoor tackle and apparel needs covered with a location in Gauthier and Gulfport. Uh, look him up on Facebook, see the number two and then Swamp. Uh, like I say, he's selling kayaks. He's got uh, rods, reels, fishing tackle, everything you need for a day out on the water or in on the in the woods. Uh, Rocky's got you covered, See to Swamp. Check him out, I'll give him a call at uh, 228-205-3964. Uh, we've also got Kendrick over at Forever Young Men's and Women's Health. If you find yourself sluggish, you can't get off the couch trying to get back in the gym, but you don't have the motivation, go see Kendrick over at Forever Young Men's and Women's Health. Let him do some lab work on you and see if hormone replacement might be something that, uh, you know, you could look into. He specializes in both men and women. Uh, and he like he says, he's blending medicine with exercise. So you can give him a call at 228-363-6623. Uh, it's all done professionally and uh, he'll get you where you need to be. So. I think that makes us that sets through and right there, and you got Let's it all covered. That's right. Let's jump right into it, uh, Lieutenant Governor. Thank you for being here today. Like I said, you. I know your schedule's tight, and uh, we really appreciate you stopping by here and chatting with us. Um, I guess we we like to always start these conversations with yeah. uh, kind of like your backstory. Born and raised in Mississippi. I was reading a little bit about you, right? We were uh,
1: absolutely. We were we were raised in Vicksburg. Okay. okay. My parents were there from there and all that other stuff, and we've been there forever and ever. And I uh, spent a lot of time on Eagle Lake. I was notion you're fishing. Um, <laughs> I thought Eagle Lake, I, I can still remember when I went up there the first time, Jared, and growing up on Eagle Lake, and they finally let me have m- my own boat and my own seven-and-a-horsepower ho- Johnson. Mm. You won the world. I mean, right. I was That's like it. going, to, it's a big oxbow up there. Uh-huh. And so I was like going to the end of the earth, me and Columbus. You That's know, right. It was just unbelievable. And i go out and fish, and i troll for striped bass and all this other thing. You could fly fish for, uh, you know, all kinds of crappie and brim and stuff up there, but really enjoyed, grew up, you know, in the Delta and going there, went off to Notre Dame and um, got a bachelor in business degree there. Came back, uh, like everybody back then, went the Army for a while.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know that.
1: Of, yeah, came back out of there. The Army has been very interesting. I'll tell you something about that when we get forward. I, I got, um, after that, uh, came back, went to law school. Okay. And then went to New York University for the Masters in Tax after law school. Okay. So when I came back, I was basically a, a business lawyer. That's, that's right. what I had studied to do, and that's what I ended up doing for like 38 years. I, I
0: noticed that and in re- re- so, reading um, your story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
1: We had good, and we were we were honored during that time. We were elected to the best lawyers in America. Yeah, you know, I forget 16 or 18 time years in a row, and just had a really good practice. With uh, started my own firm, really. Uh huh. And then we ended up merging with a group called Phelps Dunbar, which a big New Orleans firm, started in probably 1850 or something, and been around forever. Still there, a great law firm. And we um, we went to work with them in 1985, I think, and stayed with them until we uh, sought another employment for the Secretary of State, which my wife still has asked me, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you had a perfectly, our kids, we have eight, three children, eight grandchildren. And so then they were graduating out of school and one's a doctor one's a lawyer and one works in Dallas on for uh school out there and you know we had kind of we were kind of in that glad path part you know <laughs> you all had it whipped yeah, yeah. you <laughs> just messed it <laughs> up oh, you had man, it. Yeah. I I can't tell you you know so the vo- first vote for my election was a tie one to one i had to convince her not exactly you know, that so anyway we we got into that and it's really opened a lot to me um I realized that we were in charge of all public lands, which include, as you know, the salt water down here. Mm-hmm. I'm,
0: I, I did not know that until the Bonnie Carey thing, right. and I felt like such a moron that I didn't realize that that was under the Secretary of State. It yeah. I, did is. Not, I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad so you brought that.
1: What I, I, I got so involved down here. This is a phenomenal place, by the way. I I, I went to St. Stanislaus in the summers. The mm. Brothers of the Sacred Heart uh, raised us in Vicksburg, and they would— they ship roll down. down. Yeah, well, the ones that need remedial work came down here. <laughs> to be honest about it, that's what right. happened. So I came down here in the summers, and I would ski on the Jordan River, and, I, and just and I. They had these wooden sailboats, and I'd try to sail out to Cat Island. Okay. If I could see it out there, I never right. made it all the way out there. But I, there, I got old enough with it to let me have my own little sailboat, and I'd sail around Bay St. Louis and out in, out there watching Cat Island. So fast forward about forty years or so, and hurricane hit and then it was bought by BP it was cheaper to buy it from the bodies than than to pay them for the damages to Cat Island the bodies that owned it and the Quavuses before them if you ever look in the history of okay, that thing. So, okay and then of course it's they stopped there and uh, Mr Quavis wouldn't show them the Wrigley so they put him in the brig and beat him up and the British did and long history and then during World War II they had programs where they trained the military out on that island mm-hmm. So I, bispe- I thought that was just a phenomenal island, and BP happened, and uh, there was a lady named B-Stone, and I, I got to meet her because I was Secretary of State in charge of the wetlands and whatnot, so I got to talking to her about, you know, we really need to own that island. Oh, no, but BP is paid for it. This is, we, we put it on our 10Q or 10K, whatever they give with the securities. This is a good thing for us. It makes us look better. That went on about five years. I would call, I would call, Pretty about every quarter, three, four, five months. He has it going. She's a big baseball fan. But you know, everything going. So one time I called, and she said, you know, I've just gotten a note that said BP is to get rid of all of its um, non-performing assets, and I'm going to sell Cat Island. So I'll tell you this story. So I said, that's great. How much do you want for it? we run to the bank real yeah. quick. 100 man. <laughs> what do you need? She said, we want 13, I think it's $13.4 million. And I said, that's great. You count us in. I'm going to get a contract and everything. So I hung up. There's only one problem with that. I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> good good businessman. That's a good businessman. Absolutely. I yeah. bluffing. Yeah. I mean, it was like poker. I had no money. And, of course, I, I, I'm a statewide official as a secretary of state, but I'm not in the legislature. I can't appropriate any right, money. Right, right. So I got to think, I said, man, how are we going to find this money? So we started looking around. There was an unused. This is the Lord's work, y'all. There was an unused bond that the, that the Corps had for $13 million. Wow. Wow. So we ended up getting 400000 out of the Thailand's funds, and that's all you paid to own about half of Cat Island.
0: That's a beautiful place. It's yes. a
1: miracle, yeah. and the place is just pristine. And then they added on a sand beach out there, and mm-hmm. the turtles are nesting. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's out just there. cool. You know, we all went out there. faster when you went fishing, mm-hmm. so I mean, it just was staggering. Then we bought the mouth of the Pearl River, three thousand acres, and that had the people that had owned that had owned it since a Spanish land grant. Wow, we went way back, and I talked to them for years before they ever sold it to us. And one of them had, you know, it's about fifth or sixth. however how many generations it was? And one of them had cancer, and one of them was in Colorado, and we finally talked where we bought 3,000 acres of the mouth of the Pearl River, which you own now, the mm-hmm. state owns right mm-hmm. now. So I spent a lot of time buying public lands. I thought that was important. Mm-hmm. Um, up in Vicksburg, we bought, um, negotiated a deal and got got the um, Nature Conservatives to go, to go in with us, and uh, we bought 17,000 acres up there. Just outside of Eagle Lake again, okay. where I was back from the old stomping is, ground. It's right. very, it was very unusual, and now that is—they uh, named it after uh, Governor Bryant. So we added seventeen thousand of bottomland hardwood we'd have never found again. And after we got, I had to go to New York. We negotiated with Forever to get all of that stuff, and we paid—end up paying for that about eighteen hundred dollars an acre. You stole it. And then it had about six or $800 worth of timber That's on I was about to say, right. you could have sold the wood off of it to yeah. make that back yeah. pretty quick. We didn't have much in the dirt. And so I was real pleased that we closed that. So during my time as Secretary of State, we had those life experiences. It kind of was funny that it went back to Vicksburg and Eagle Lake where I was. Where it started. And back down to St. Stanislaus where I was in the summer. And here we are kind of, the world's just a small, small world. Full circle. Mm-hmm. So then when I was Secretary of State, and going back to that Army thing, I got real upset that the military wasn't voted. They they didn't vote. And there was a lot of reasons for that and whatnot. So we set up in Mississippi where you can vote electronically. So if you're up in a foxhole somewhere and you can get service some kind of way, you can vote just like you were in Van Cleef.
0: Now that's for active duty military only? Absolutely. Okay. Well,
1: also anybody that's overseas in the uh, – like okay. The Diplomatic Corps okay, or anything right. like that. So if you're overseas like that, you can vote. So I was yelling at the Department of Defense about that, and they said, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, why don't you come to Washington and send me your passport and dress w- for warm. <laughs> so I showed up <laughs> okay. in Washington. Yeah. We ended up in Kuwait, and Ooh. then we got all our cavalry and everything, and mm-hmm. then we went into Iraq. And went what to year is this? Oh, jeez. See, it would have been early. It was it was a presidential election. It was either 8 or 12. I'd have okay. to think back. Yeah, yeah. So it's still... On. So it was um, maybe 10 years ago, or either that or 14. And um, we um, we ended up in Iraq going from like spot to spot in helicopters and, and all and all that kind of stuff and meeting with people to get them to cast a ballot. Mm-hmm. Particularly, they would have people from Mississippi around at whatever base we were in and whatnot. Really enjoyed having the chance to do that. And and there's two things I'm going to tell you. These are serious. Um, On the way back out, we came out in a C-130, and they had people were wounded in there. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, stacked. Um, You know, there would be, like, one, two, three, and they had nurses in there, and we were kind of in the front, and they would have... like three or maybe even four, I can't remember clearly, but one of them was very close to the floor. One, one would be here, one would be like up here. And those kids were coming back, had been wounded. Mm-hmm. And so I remember going around, um, I went to every one of them in, in the airplane and tried to speak with them. Some of them were, um, you know, they were dope, doped right. up a good bit and, mm-hmm. whatnot. and others were just really happy to have somebody talk to them, you know, and coming out of where they were and thinking, well, I'm going to make it out of here. And um, have you read any of the stuff they did while they were there? That's pretty traumatic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know did either one of you go. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, no, no. So then they took us to uh, Afghanistan. So I went to Bagram and I went to Kabul and went in the green places and mm-hmm. the green zone and all that other stuff and got to visit with um, their some of the officers, but I usually, when I would go, um, I like to hang around the enlisted people. you know, right. Just just visit and whatnot, and I learned a lot about what they were going through over there and the challenges that they were meeting. And you talk, they gave me pretty much the run of the place. So when I was out at the airfield, which you saw in, when we left over there. Right. When I was out at the airfield, I'd go out and walk and talk to those guys about what they were doing and what their life was. And when they opened that gate and went out in that Humvee, it was a game on. Right. It was not fun and games or training. Um, people were trying to kill them. So the last serious thing, how, how do we get off on this? Is this too long? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, look, no, hey, no. Hey, we're people, here all day. Yeah, we're yeah. right. we're well, on so, your schedule, time. Um So coming back uh, from overseas, um, we landed in Germany where they take them for, they try to get them there in the first 24 hours when they've been wounded and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we came back and we go to the hospital. And one thing, they were loading up these young men and women to on Bluebirds, which were made in Kosciuszko, to go to their field to fly them to Dover or wherever they were going to land and try to put them in Walter Reed or what. Right. Right. And these kids were all shot up and whatnot. And, um, you know, I had my own children. So when you see you see them in Kevlar and all beefed up, they yeah. look like a. But you see them in a bed all torn up, they mm-hmm. look like your children. Right. Yeah. right. So it's very moving to me. So I went in one of their rooms and they gave me kind of the walk of the hospital and whatnot. and I went into one of the rooms and this this young man was lying there and he was just from his hip all the way to his ankle was all taped up and bandaged up and all this other stuff and I can remember this like it happened this morning so I went in and I said are you okay son yes sir they treating you right here yes sir got any problem no sir just straight like that mm mm-hmm. And I turned around, I said, I need to get out of here. You know, he's having right. issues that you, right, right, you right. would have if you were having that kind of trauma go in. And I stopped for a second and I went back. And I kind of leaned forward to him. He's the only one in that room. And I said, are you okay, son? And he looked up at me, he said, sir, my ne- my men need me. I need to go back.
0: Yeah, I've yeah. heard comments like that. Not myself personally, but I've heard yeah. guys, that that's, was, that's their mentality.
1: I know, and I was just stunned that, that here he is. My men need me. I need to go back. And I, I for a second, I, I couldn't think of anything. So finally I just said, son, you've done your part. You need to come home and run the country. I yeah. need you at home. Yeah. And I, that has stuck with me. The people that are, are fighting for us and doing things that most people don't know that they're doing. I went back again to Kuwait in 18 with the 155th. And I'd like to go back again this year um, with them. That's back to Kuwait. Uh, but um, the ones that are fighting are so dedicated, and they're so close to each other mm-hmm. about that kind of thing. Um, we're just honored to have veterans here. Absolutely. So every time we're building two new veterans' homes, mm-hmm. and every time you see us, um, I was they invite me, and I go every time we sent 612 off for the 155th to Kuwait here about a month ago every time anybody moves around i went to training with them in fort bliss one time every time they move around i try to go because i know what they're going into and what they're facing and then when they come home we have to be so careful yeah you can't pull them out of afghanistan and put them in a wendy's and think that they're fine no way you know it's just very (laughs) difficult so when they come home all that i try to go out and when they were coming in i go out to um jackson airport where they land and everything bring them back in oh every time they come home as a unit i stand out there and thank them and mm-hmm. hope, hope them wish them well and of course they're running past me because all the wives are there it's <laughs> right. right it's, <laughs> about it's me. definitely <laughs> but at yeah. least, least i came right they, right. Right. they, they, care. they, they might remember the yeah. real yeah. the real american hero but you, you did got. you get them to
0: vote with the digital stuff did that did, increase it did, the, it, did. Mm-hmm. it did yeah it's surprising to me that they don't vote. you figure you know that they'd be mail More in apt or something to, to right. vote yeah. than anybody else because of the, the way right. it affects them they're you know? voting
1: on their commander-in-chief right Exa- do you, vote on ex- that? Ex- you don't ex- ex- vote on that in exactly. russia as you could tell from the last things <laughs> right mm-hmm. so they're voting on their own commander-in-chief but i think it's first of all they're all younger most of them correct are younger, and they have a whole bunch of stuff plus they're in literally a life and death yeah. different country yeah so anyway i got through with that and then uh, i got hired y'all hired me to be um lieutenant governor four years ago and i started on a process because i had been a business lawyer of trying to run mississippi like a business and um that's been successful we we we're really doing good y'all i
0: love i love to hear that and i think that was one of the things like for the trump presidency that resonated with a lot of people was running the country like Like a business business. right we did we can't just continue to print money all day long for the federal side right or or state side just spend money and expect federal dollars to come running in let's make some moves with some people like yourself that seen businesses for. 40 something years 30 something yeah years, i represented
1: said, you know? a lot of them i was watched a lot of companies that didn't do well and a lot of companies that did well Well, in your perspective too you, you like not only running a business you got to look under the hood and see what the engine looked like I through did. the finances yeah, right on well, the good
0: ones the bad ones the yeah, that's did. a lemon this thing this is why this works you
1: know and on our eight cylinders we were running about five <laughs> right,
0: right right
1: but we're running on eight now and, okay um we uh in our state y'all we have Raise teacher salaries thousand dollars in two hundred forty-five million about five thousand dollars per teacher.
0: That's Joey right there. Yes. He, knows, real, he knows you're not lying. Yes, <laughs> it's real
1: important. Right. We've given twenty million dollars to uh, a building fund for places. We've given money for um, like dual credit courses where Correct. these kids can teach. You can teach them both college and dual credit. We've got six thousand kids now in pre-K, pre-pre-K, where they can start in public education earlier and get a better education and whatnot. Our reading scores, as you know, cause your work are up. We're like twenty-first right. in the country. We used to be fiftieth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're y'all are making great strides on on getting our kids better educated, and we're funding now. If like I was at Singing River Hospital this afternoon, going through their nurse training program. That's my language there. So yeah, and so they uh, we did a program where we pay off six thousand dollars a year of debt at the end of the year for you to go to nursing school if you stay in Mississippi five years.
0: That's a great deal. It is a good deal,
1: and it's good for us. We're 3,000 nurses short. So, today uh, they took my blood pressure, then I got to do stick. I got to do needle stick. <laughs> okay. With a oh, butterfly Lord. and everything. Oh, yeah. Man. You I did get, the stick, I yeah. Did, yeah. Okay. I did, Okay. I'm I, not a human. I'm talking about this was like a dummy. Dummy. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I thought they went <laughs> yeah. full blown with you. Uh, yeah. Here you right, go. Right, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was <laughs> going <laughs> to say, how did it turn uh, out? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. There ain't enough liability insurance for that. <laughs> okay.
0: Go straight through yeah. the arm. Yeah, I uh, yeah. right? got fall over Right, right,
1: right. Or
0: worse, you pass out because a lot of people can't stand inside their blood. I know one of them.
1: I was head of the blood bank for years, and I think I'm about two gallons in the blood whatever but no i've had big people look like y'all that yeah stand up and, i have seen. Oh, it. Yeah. i work in surgery so i see it all the time with i'm one of those guys Ooh. dads just stay they lock <laughs> they lock in and then
0: the next thing you know you're like watch him he's yeah. in like, you're gonna
1: pass out he's he yeah. real white you start yeah. turning yeah. as white mm-hmm. as your shirt and no, I, he know. Just I know fall over I know. It. I it. fall out but, but I, I learned a lot today about your nursing program in singing river which has come a long way as you know yeah. we funded a new nursing school for y'all that'll be in ocean springs that was funded this year, and they're going to have a picture of the building. They'll be uh, starting construction right away. So we'll be building mm. more nurses to stay on the coast.
0: What's What school will that be associated with? Is that Mississippi Gulf Coast? No, here?
1: it's with Singing River, and the way they're doing it, which is very unusual, they're, they're going to class 16 hours and working 24 hours and getting paid for 40. So they're, they're two days in class, three days on the floor, Okay, and they're getting paid full time. Okay. whatever the hourly rate okay. is i forget it was like 12 or 14 dollars or whatever but they're getting paid full time and for two days of that they go over to the learning room and and
0: that's for the the nurses because i knew there yeah. was a program LPs. like that for okay okay yeah. it's okay i knew the, the, the surgical LPs. techs also had yeah. a program yeah. right. like Lobotomous that as well
1: yep. it, you know they have several different programs in right. there but they all of those are going to school at singing river and it's really filling a gap that we we didn't have. well
0: well when COVID hit it it I mean, obviously it changed a lot of things the economy I mean we could go we could spend eight hours talking about that yeah. but it 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 yeah. took a lot of nurses out of the state because the the, the economics the were making they yeah. were making so much money, money to going leave elsewhere. and we were already fifty dollars
1: an hour correct you know, correct and they pay so, for your living and they pay for your food and they pay for everything else everything but a lot of those you get burned out with that you live oh, in yeah, an apartment no. with four right. other nurses and you go over to work for you know 12, 14 hours a day and on the weekends and Hopefully those will come back, but this is a program to take ones that are not LPNs and give them a path to getting to be certified. Right, it's the first one in the state. Okay, and I was very pleased, and uh, Senator England, Senator Wiggins were very instrumental in getting the money for this down here, and we're very pleased to see that it's working out. And I visited with the with the young men and women there in their program, so they're working at the hospital, you okay. know, different at different jobs, but not as a nurse. CNA. Correct. So the this will give them to the CNA, LP, and NN and really attract towards an RN if they if they work it all the way through. I was real pleased to spend a lot of time asking a lot of questions today about that. So we've been working hard on the education part. That's the future, you know, best thing we got in Mississippi is a child's brain. Right. And y'all have great schools down here, Ocean Springs is mm-hmm. great, I mean Pascagoula has some of the best technical training of anybody, I think they have 21 courses um as you know there oh yeah oh have? coach Rudolphich. yeah, yeah. he's actually in the comments actually uh, <laughs> yeah. dr, dr wayne Rudolphich. yeah i talked yeah. to him the other day he's good he's got he started another school oh yeah he's, He don't. he don't sit yeah. still uh, long. he said you were a great lieutenant governor comments that's what i was looking uh, at they, earlier yeah. yeah so anyway well that's because i got him some money you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works <laughs> hey yeah. that's how that works but no y'all real pleased with y'all and then this program's reaching down into the schools so we did we're doing good a lot better on education and the test scores, what you're doing is showing. Yeah, they're going up. Showing, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's showing the hard work you're doing every day. And it's not hard. I mean, it's very hard. It's not easy to do. Yeah. So that led us over to um, infrastructure. Like we're four laning from Ocean Springs to Goshen. Um, St. Martin's getting some help out to school. But you go around over here, you're getting a lot of and the, the new nursing schools going to Ocean Springs. You're seeing a lot of growth here. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that you're getting a rate of return. And when we put a dollar down here, we get $10 back. Right. right. Through, te- through taxes, through yeah. business, a- through yeah, because everything. Because our kids are better educated. They're right. getting institutional training. They're getting big nurses. I mean, all that stuff is good because they end up being taxpayers. Correct. Eventually, Correct. and being fathers and mothers and stuff. So it's, I'm, I'm just excited about Jackson County and what they've what we've done here. That infrastructure package will help. We're finishing one of the roads north. We're finishing. Uh, 57 90. right out right here. I don't, don't know which way uh, you came in, but that's a massive you project. You see all that stuff being torn up. Right wow. There. Washington right. do. they do? Aren't they expanding Washington's uh, 605? I would hope so. Yeah, that <laughs> but, and the, uh, Highway 90 for Gauthier to Ocean Springs are right. all on. And then 49 and Gulfport. There's several other ones down here on the coast that are being done through our through our program. We put uh, $2.3 billion in that. Mm. Wow, six hundred and twenty million more than has ever been in we put into infrastructure. So I was real pleased with that. Uh, we've cut taxes by about five hundred twenty-five million, um, which is it takes us to four percent tax rate, which is I think the fifth lowest or sixth lowest in the country of the of the forty-one or two that charge taxes will be towards the very bottom of those, which is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm hopeful as we're going along, and I'll tell you the rest of it, as we're going along, I'm hopeful that that will continue. We're cutting, you know, every year we're cutting down three-tenths, four-tenths, you know, just keep whittling away. And, and the grocery tax, too, I think will be up this year. But the good news is that nobody's talking about, we paid off $500 million in debt.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I haven't heard that. That's, you would think that would be in the news cycle, or right. locally, right?
1: And of that, that saves me $40 million a year in interest. Wow! So I can put that in education or infrastructure or lowering taxes, or wherever the Senate and the House. I don't get to vote up right. there, but wherever the Senate and the House took, dictate it, by shrink, we've paid off twelve percent of the state's debt.
0: What, what was what was, that the, was just, what, bad? Well, what was the five hundred four right. stuff over the years? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. This is debt we've incurred. We right. I mean, I haven't borrowed any money, y'all, in two years. Okay, okay. I mean, other than the uh, university budgets or whatever they're building up there, but uh, as far as us borrowing money to run the state, mm-hmm. we didn't borrow any money, and we're not going to borrow any money next year.
0: Okay, That's so good stuff.
1: Now our rainy day fund, seven hundred million dollars, fully funded. Our wind pool, five hundred million dollars, fully funded, and then they got about four or five hundred million in, uh, I guess four hundred and something million, and then they've got five hundred million dollar excess lines coverage, uh excess coverage. So we're 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 insured for somewhere around nine hundred to a billion dollars down okay. here for a hurricane. Hurricane, and yeah. And all of those are paid for, and then this year we we are six hundred and ninety million dollars in cash that has come out of this. Um, now we'll we'll eat into that as we keep cutting taxes and whatnot. But yeah. Mississippi has never been where we paid off debt. We shrunk the size of the government. There's two thousand three hundred less employees that we did through attrition than there used to be working for the state, mm-hmm. and then we did infrastructure and we're funding education both from pre-k which is six thousand kids now all the way through to when they're getting trained to be a nurse or whatever down the line or a college degree for that matter. Mm-hmm. That has never happened in our state But we're not borrowing any money, right. we got a less number of employees than we had when we started, we paid off the debt, we're putting money in education, we're putting money in infrastructure and a lot of other stuff like that. Um, We've just never been here before. Well, that, right.
0: that that begs the question: is how How have we yeah. done that? Is it through efficiencies? Is it through yeah. trimming the fat on on spending, and then also uh, yeah. lotto, s- state lottery? Yeah, <laughs> lottery. I mean, that, That's yeah. that's yeah. part all right, of it. Right? All
1: right, let's let's run down. You're interested. The first year we cut the budget two percent. Now that was about one hundred and twenty million dollars. That's not easy to do, no. right? No, and I didn't vote. <laughs> nobody on likes to. Yeah, no. nobody likes to spend less. You yeah. has yes, Bryce Wiggins and Jeremy England and all of them. Bryce they, has been on the show twice. Yeah, and he and they've made it tough to see. We cut the budget, so then the lottery was supposed to do eighty million. Well, we're getting about a hundred and twenty million. So 80 <laughs> million's going into infrastructure, 40 okay. million's going into education. They so love them scratch offs. So they do. You can't help it. You can't help it. It's <laughs> too help. easy. It's easy, buddy. I, yeah, i have never done that before. I don't do the lottery. Or anything. I don't either. So I go up and I'm waiting behind a lady at uh, after church at um, at at a Chevron or something store, and she's all dressed out. You know, she's obviously been to church and whatnot. And I'm standing behind her, and she said, and she starts calling off. I want to do this. I want to buy this. And uh-huh. She's buying these lottery and stuff. So I kind of I waited. It took a while because she bought a bunch of them. Oh yeah. So, I, so <laughs> oh, yeah. I come standing up there and I said, Well, man, I want to buy this lottery. I, I said, but I don't know anything about this. So what I need to do, she said, well, you can buy this one for $2 and you can win 5000 or you can buy this one for like $20, $10 and you can win a million dollars. I said, well, I want the $10 one. Right. I mean, I need my million dollars. Yeah, I need I a know, million right, dollars. Right, what, what are you talking about? change. So I got it and I, I'm bad on eating Oreos. <laughs> so I got a package of Oreos in <laughs> my ticket that was going to be my million dollar winning ticket. Right. And I finished my Oreos. I threw them both away. <laughs> <laughs> Did he scratch I it I all? Like, no, I don't know if uh, I or not. That's not how you play the game. I sir. know. Yeah, that's not, not how it. that was. I, I needed to do better. Which is know, a million million right in the trash. That would
0: have been, been, been an awkward story, right? Year yeah. You won. So, Lieutenant better, Governor. Better not to have the million. Right. Yeah, it's probably everybody <laughs> said this. Oh, that's fixed. The fix is in. Yeah, that wouldn't have been worth uh, the headache for you. Do you know
1: where all the lottery tickets for just about the country are made?
0: Y'all know this? Uh, no, but I know it's it's a third-party companies that make them. And I Mer- watched
1: Meridian, Mississippi. Really? really? Vermont, Mississippi, all all of these states, they got, when Mississippi did ours, they got to bid to put the lottery uh-huh. tickets out, mm-hmm. which is very complicated. They have different printing machines, and they got all kinds of uh, computer controls so they don't go where they're not supposed to and all that stuff. So when they won our contract, now they won like, I don't know, half a dozen states. We print the lotteries for other states. It's become an industry.
0: Uh, it is. It's it's all of it. Oh, everything yeah. from, like you said, the, the information side of it, the computer side of it. I just watched a video on that. Uh, it was a really in-depth video on yeah, the lottery. Yeah, how they do all that so stuff. So where you scan it, you know it well, wins. Well, like even the, real, break, yeah. ticket, even the breakdown, like the state gets its yeah, fit, right.
1: 40, 50%, 40%, yeah.
0: you know, and then where the other percentages go. And the payouts to the to the winners and yeah. It was really in-depth. Well,
1: I, you can hear the storm outside, but uh, chances are for better for you getting a stroke by lightning <laughs> than winning the million dollars. Or so whatever, yeah. it's $400,000,500. Yeah, yeah, he had that. a good analogy. It was like 60 balls.
0: bathtubs full of rice, and, and I forgot how many hun- thousands <laughs> of pieces of rice in there, and you got to just pick the one to be you. Yeah. So um, uh, kind of broke so it down. Anyway,
1: yeah. I, I, the lottery, is part of your was that. Part of it was that we shrunk the size of government. Part is we cut the budget. Part of it was uh, the fact that uh, – the Democrats just dump more their money out of here. And what we did was really important, I think. Instead of, we got $1.8 billion from them. So instead of spending that willy-nilly, mm-hmm. that's a Warren County term. Oh, right. we, know, we yeah. know it down here. We oh, know, yeah, we know it down here. Instead oh, of spending yeah. willy-nilly, we came up, or, or I did really, saying we would match every dollar that the city invests in water and sewer they got $900 million. I said, we will match whatever you put in water and sewer, and you don't pay for anything that's not a recurring expense, a longer-term vision. Mm-hmm. Where are we are going to be in 10 years and 20 years? So I just picked a number of $450 million that we took off the table mm-hmm. and waited for the cities and the counties to do theirs. They ended up matching all, almost all these cities down here, $490 million. We had to come back and put another $41 million in there. Mm. So we put a billion dollars, just short of a billion dollars, in water and sewer and storm water run, runoff in Mississippi. Now that money will allow you to have a business here, mm-hmm. that allow for something to expand, that allows for stuff that's been in the ground 100 years to be redone. It It will be a huge asset to the state. And I was real proud of my cities and my counties that didn't just throw their money out in the gulf right you know they waited for us and we matched it and we ended up putting a billion dollars out there we uh and we see the
0: importance of that just here recently with the uh the water problems was it jackson or just north of jackson it ran yeah. out of water in jackson, jackson.
1: yes yeah, yeah. jackson okay yeah and uh i just now the federal government's taking it over and giving them 800 million dollars and i don't even know that that'll cover it mm-hmm. and they've taken over the jail um see they've seized the jail and the water and the sewer at this point mm-hmm. yeah. but it just
0: goes right. to show you the importance of, of spending the money they need to seize the about. roads up there right, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have yazoo clay i have to give him a little bit of yeah, s- that yeah. Clay. that's what everybody yeah. says he I says know. that yeah. stuff will go in and you out go man the four dealerships here one day and you go buy us over here yeah. the next day i mean it's yeah. it's yeah. not easy it's not, they have a little challenges up there right
0: and, and so to to keep the budget like you said lower the bu- but keep the state in the in the financial solvency that it's in and, mm-hmm. and to keep that moving forward every like you said every dollar you invest you say 10 back here and that, all throughout the state that increases your tax base by bringing people businesses into the state attracting larger businesses like the nissans and the uh whoever we can get yeah. to come because we do Keo, have a low yeah
1: we have a low oh, uh, cost
0: of living here in the state of Mississippi, you have right? a low cost low taxes. low
1: taxes right you know what else we got water Right. You go west of Dallas, they don't have any water. Mm-hmm. We got like water everywhere. We got water on three state, sides of the state and some up on the corner up at Tennessee. So we've got water. We've got low cost electricity. We've got good hard workers. We've got low cost of living. You can still buy a house down here, you know, and live in it. And you can't even buy one. And California's $32 billion short on their budget. Right. And we got $700 million. And they're America. losing people yeah. left and right. Who would stay out there? Correct. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. And we're encouraging that this year, because I was trained as a tax person, every uh, piece of capital equipment you buy, like that computer or Mm -hmm. something is a hundred percent write off in Mississippi. We don't depreciate anything down here. All your CapEx, what it's called, Mm -hmm. like your new truck or whatever you're buying, all of those are written off the first year. And we did that, you know, you would have deducted it over five years so i'm just giving you our tax money up front and then we'll collect it over the next four years when you would have gotten that depreciation Mm -hmm. but it it incentivizes you to go buy a truck or hire somebody to drive it right and that's going to be you know we're one of the few states to give you 100 percent write off on your investment especially year one when you're up just that's when you need it that's when you need it because everything else is coming in yeah i think so and i think that's going to also be a big asset and then on the um we owe 81 million dollars on the new aluminum mill that's going in state-of-the-art. Their guys make, um, and the ladies will make, $93,000 a year up there. We owe them 81 million dollars as the first payment on when they finish their first part of their construction. We're, we're not borrowing any money. We're putting up 81 million dollars. Well, seven to 800 people making $90,000 a year. You look at the numbers; we'll we're, mm-hmm. we're get all of our money back. That's right, pretty quickly. quick, that's right?
0: That's right. Um, we, you know, we love this state, especially the Gulf Coast we yeah, here. Right. That's what that's what this whole thing is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to see us moving up the ranks and not be. Fiftieth in the, in the good <laughs> in stuff everything. and first in the bad right. stuff. So to watch the needle move is 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 exciting for us because uh, we're proud to be from from Mississippi. Right. And I want to see us continue to do better. What yeah. what about you mentioned low cost energy? What about
1: energy for the state moving forward? You know that's a big topic in the world right it now. It is, and um, it's funny you should ask that actually. Um, not a lot of people worry about that, but I do. It's well, first of all, TVA is a real asset in North Mississippi, and that's one of the reasons we were able to get that mill was that we were able to have lower electricity rates. Mississippi Power does a good job. Energy does a good job. We have a nuclear power plant. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. That's why I asked the question. It's south of Vicksburg, I'm from Port uh, from Port Gibson. And so I went to Entergy last year, and I said, look, I want us to be the leading state on small nuclear reactors. And we already have a place way out in the middle of nothing down here that we can put the first ones in. And I would like for you to tell me if there's any state um, law or anything else we need to fix. Mm-hmm. And we can put our small nuclear reactor to start it where, where we got our already got a nuclear reactor. So we don't have to go out and around to anybody. Mm-hmm. So they're talking to different groups and they've had the first group in to do that. And I see that as being... Uh, it, it'll develop probably more in Europe than it does here because they have such a demand. But they're, they're, close, cut the gas they're closing off. them yes. down though over That's there. Right. Yeah. I don't understand. So it. they'll they they'll end up coming back to these small nuclear reactors. <laughs> and then and became
0: dependent on Russia
1: for their exports. It makes no they sense to me. Cut them off. So it, make, it exa- was leveraged. Yeah. Yep. So I think it'll come back, and I want I'll, I want our state to be the first one to have one next to our, with a my, place we already got, it. and then you can test out and see, make sure all of that they byproducts like hydrogen, you know, so it's very, very good. And we'll see. I mean, it'll test out either yes or no. Uh, We're talking to several companies about storing hydrogen here. When I was in my private practice, we we did salt domes Mm -hmm. where we put gas that, that comes through the gas. We have a number of different gas pipelines that go through Mississippi. so we store them up in Greene County in a salt dome up there. So I negotiated that out for us, and now we're looking at storing in, we have a lot of salt domes we're looking at storing hydrogen here, gas hydrogen, so that you can then pull it out like you do natural gas or anything else because it's a renewable uh, resource. resource yeah so i'm i've been started that's funny you should ask that most people don't, don't worry about i'm that. kind of
0: dorky with that though i've been yeah. in, in the nuclear thing i, I just
1: trying to follow it it's
0: the most efficient energy he's got source a windmill
1: the, behind it oh, no i
0: don't no i don't <laughs> it's the most efficient energy source on the planet and i've always said before I'm like why couldn't mississippi take the lead on this i understand it's in its extreme capital investment if the state funds it or however you yeah, the work
1: small nuclear reactors are not going to be that much right I, I want them to test out first and make sure we're not putting something somewhere else, but yeah, uh, those will end up, in my estimation, over the long, the next 10 or 20 years, We'll end up, because our car, you know, if 25% of our cars are electric, I mean, there's no, there's not enough electricity being generated by anybody. And it's dirty. It's dirty. It's it's dirty. It's cold. Dirtier. And that's exactly. So I think you'll end up doing this out in the future. So what I, what I was doing is making sure we don't have any legal barrier in the state to them testing it at, over here at, at, uh, at the nuclear plant we already got south of Vicksburg. Do you know what year that plant was built? by any chance it
0: was it? in the 60s okay okay and so technology so been has, here has advanced tremendously since the 60s yeah in the way they build nuclear plants and right. i think the cost might have came up if i one of the videos oh, that i man, heard it's
1: very expensive it, it's super expensive so but, these small ones won't be though right we don't have to go build that big tower you see the drains the C- water correct. out of the river and correct correct you won't have to do that so it, it'll i think it'll matriculate through i'm very interested in the hydrogen storage part for mississippi because mm-hmm. we have a you know, if we're storing it here, where are people going to come that are going to make the cars or going to make the batteries? They're going to come where the where the product is. So I'm real interested in hydrogen storage, and uh, we're we were looking at pipelines, comparing whether a pipeline can haul regular gas and hydrogen or not. And then they're telling us that they can multitask to some degree. So we're, yeah, we're we're looking at energy not not for this year, but for ten years. And, Correct, correct. It's not a tomorrow thing. Yeah, because our industries will need this, all of our... Y'all realize you build ships Mm -hmm. that sail all the seas down here. You build the conning towers for submarines down here. You know, know, they test the rockets to the moon. Mm -hmm. They're building part of the stuff that goes to Mars here. Mm -hmm. Look around at the technology that's on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. That's right, that's right. I went to one of their rocket things over there, they're doing, the, building the rockets 3D. Mm-hmm. They're
0: them. spinning them. Yeah, up. correct. I'm it makes like, them stronger.
1: And, I don't yeah. know. I don't want to get into that. I oh, don't know. We tested <laughs> yeah. it, and it, and they're firing rockets off 3D. Yep. I watched a video. Uh, so you? Right you, over there in Stennis. Stennis, we yeah. are. Y'all are positioned here, uh, and we as a state are positioned on the coast to be a huge intellectual place. We funded a $40 million uh, security, new security building that will be built in and outside of the fence over here at, at the airbase. base. So what you'll see, Keishler, they're, they're, they're going to train all of the cybersecurity people for the Air Force here, and they have under a MOU with Mississippi State University. They're also going to train all of the private cybersecurity people. Now, you mark my words, 10 years from now, There'll be whole industries develop out of that that you and I can't even dream about. Okay. Because we'll have this intellectual capacity here. Right. And they've all been trained in all the super secret. I used to have when I was in the Army. I had a top secret clearance and everything. I don't think they let me loose with a rifle anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Even one of the ones that they just march with. It's a regular. I can take it apart in my sleep and all that stuff. But I'm telling y'all, watch how that goes from here Mm because we're going to end up training Cyber security is going to be the biggest. Thing. Oh, it's huge. It's it's,
0: That's how you fight wars now, right? Fifth that, dimension
1: war, warfare and whatever IT comes to Generation. Be and all this other stuff comes out to be. We need to be on the front and the Gulf Coast in Mississippi is going to be there So, because we're invested in that longer term vision for where we need to be. Um, like we it. got way out. Where are we? No, are we no out right, right where we need where to be. That's how the show goes. I told you, it's yeah. like a, it's like barroom talk. Right.
0: It's like barroom talk. I mean, yeah. where would someone someone go to follow Mississippi's development for for that nuclear for for?
1: I think Entergy uh, is the one that I have been working with in in Jackson, and they have had the first guys over. I think they came from Dallas that are doing the development, and I think they are on the uh, leaning on the backs of development that is during, I believe in Germany. But is there anything from the state, like state website, that would give us that type of information? We haven't done anything. The Public Service Commission would be the place, but uh, though we've had conversations with Dane Maxwell that's from down here, We've had conversations with him, and he's very knowledgeable and very, very encouraging of this process. It'll probably come through the Public Service
0: Commission. Okay. We've talked yeah. about this with other uh, guys running, elected officials. who have been on the show. It's like sometimes there's a disconnect between what the pu- what the public thinks people are doing in Jackson and what people in Jackson are actually doing. Yeah. So to have the state put out like, hey, this is what we're working on. This is our yeah, 10-year plan on energy. Yeah. This is where we're th- – you know, it, it would be inspiring. Yeah. The-
1: Same on health care. You'll see us way, way up into health care this year. It's changed a whole bunch uh there's a lot of needs there, not only in the nursing but our pharmaceutical way too expensive to get your pharmaceutical stuff mm-hmm. Yeah. um you know we've got we're we're probably not in as good a shape as we need to be personally, and then the hospitals are struggling mm-hmm. and then you've got mental health issues that we're under federal court order with. I'm Huge. working with on that, so there when we start into this healthcare care part of this that you you know you're on part of it, yes, sir. But there's also a mental health part. There's mental health among kids in schools. Uh, there's a lot of different layers in here to start looking at how we're going to have health care where it's affordable and available right? To, to you in Mississippi. And that'll start this next year. And I'm um, real interested in some of the discussions we've had on regionalization. This last year, we passed a bill that community hospitals could merge together and, and share resources and doctors and uh, MRIs or whatever they're going to share. Mm-hmm. So we passed a bill that allows them to do that this year and I anticipate you will see regionalization coming in the healthcare business but that's that's just this part you know there's there's also pharmaceuticals our, our independent pharmacists are being run out of business mm-hmm. and then you've also got um, you know this um, people that, that really are struggling with mental health So there's a lot of there's a lot of different layers to it and I, I want to unpeel a lot of those and see where we Come out.
0: It's yeah. c- it's complex issues that Very. require complex solutions yeah. for sure, and it's like saying yeah. <clears throat> it's good to know that you know our people, our elected officials up in Jackson, are, are looking into this because yeah. we got a plan for the future. We can't you know, status quo is not going to cut it.
1: Yeah, we had a lot of hospitals were like Hill Burton and stuff like in the fifties and sixties that were built out here, and we've we've grown a lot since then. So I think you'll see some movement in the healthcare industry. I think you'll see some movement on taxes. I think you'll see the state doing really really well. Um, we're we're now funding out in 2025 for construction of roads, so I'm looking at when they start in 25, they're not going to finish till like 28. Right. So I'm looking at you being busy for the next five years mm-hmm. on infrastructure work, which is healthy, and we have the money to do it right now. So it's we're looking at it a little bit further than maybe the first of the year or something that's good well, that's good i think yeah. i think we hit all the high points for I mean, sure i don't know the, yeah.
0: the only other thing i was going to ask you about was, was was the the bonnie Carey stuff was you're dealing with that situation because it affects a lot of the guys that listen to this the show, show water you know yeah the, and that, the,
1: that's a good one to close on so yeah um first um i sued the Corps mm-hmm. at the, uh, the old river control structure And if you look at mississippi at the corner right across from that is the old river control structure and it lets water, this is important to get to down here. Correct. you got to get past right. here. Correct. Yeah. So this is important because they have said that 30% of the flow of the Afichalai and the Mississippi River can go down the Afichalai to, to, to uh, Morgan City. So they arbitrarily set a number on how much flood water they will let loose. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when it passes that and it comes to us uh, for how many, a thousand feet a second or whatever is coming down here, then it passes the Morganza, mm-hmm. which would go to the west. Right. They've only opened it like once in the last 25 years. Because they're worried about flooding. That's the one that goes to Baton Rouge? Or no, close to Baton Rouge. south of Baton Rouge. Okay. So it would go back out in the marsh, which as you know, right. fishing is right. retreating. Yeah. So they passed in the Morganza. Then they come to the Bonnie Carey, and they open it full up. Mm-hmm. And it runs through Lake Pontchartrain and kills every oyster we Right, mm-hmm. right. And they do that repeatedly, sometimes two and three times in one year. So I told them that I thought that was outrageous. They should be letting more water out up here. Morganza. Yeah. then at the Morganza. So I've got two outlets before you get to Mississippi. So they wouldn't listen to me. So I sued them uh, at the Old River Control Structure first. Mm -hmm. Then when this happened with, uh, with the Bonnie Carey, I sued them again. So the... Case for the Old River control structure, the Upland, is going to trial in the court of claims, hopefully within this year. We've done all the depositions. They've had all of, all of the experts have testified. We've got really good records. The Bonnie Carey, when I sued them, I got kicked out and lost. Then uh, Gulfport, Biloxi particularly, came back and sued them under a different thought. And we won that, that they have to come up with their environmental study. So when that happened, I came down here and got with their lawyers, Gerald Bessie and some others, and the state funded now the lawyers to c- continue the second fight. Okay. I lost the first one. Now we're in the game on the second one, so the state has stepped in to help uh, the cities down here that have been funding these lawyers to go fight over, over this, and I think we've got a good case there. Um, I'll just tell you there's no reason why they haven't opened the Morganza other than they made a decision to do that. And they could open that and they could take, you know, a few thousand feet a second or something off of us mm-hmm. versus just dumping everything on us. And the Old River control structure, when I talked to them, they could increase it to 32 or 34 percent mm-hmm. of the flow. And they built the walls all the way around Morgan City. So it's not going to flood anybody. Right. But there's a few duck camps over there or something. So they won't they need that. They need some water. <laughs> <laughs> Big duck on here, right? Yeah, yeah need some there. water. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want <laughs> really to really camp that. either. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's very complicated. If you see, I've been at this meticulously from the north down to Morganza down to, down to the Bonnie Carry, and I think we got a good shot at at, um, at Bonnie Carry. But I got two other swings at the ball before I ever get to us. Okay. And there's no reason why they're not doing that, and I'm hopeful that. Um, that will have more success this time. So are you yeah. still involved with that as Lieutenant Governor or is that I am I'm, but uh, they've changed the name of it, it was Hosman versus the Corps Engineers or something. So I don't get any Christmas cards from them. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs>
0: You gotta avoid that base yeah. Yeah. when you, you gotta, go on your tour. Yeah it's yeah. Watson
1: versus the Corps right, Engineers. Right. So he doesn't get any Christmas cards either. Okay but I'm um, i've keep uh, i have funded made sure we had the funding for uh, our lawyers to take on these guys and you know taking on the government's hard oh yeah uh, they got on they got all our money right uh, and right. they print some if they run out exactly yeah. so i'm 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 very encouraged that um i pay pay close attention to the uh, case and the depositions and the things going forward and and when it comes to the budget i'll I make sure we get funded good deal
0: what uh we'll wrap it up with uh how's the campaign yeah. going
1: you know oh it's wild uh, we met today with uh, superintendents and teachers talking about a lot of different things this uh, pre-k and funding and then as you know you're going to a semester system around mm-hmm. here right where you're nine weeks on and three weeks off that's catching on around the state gulfport and these other ones are all going to that uh, you know corinth is doing that right. madison county is going to that so we're seeing kids stay in sometimes year round which is keeps them in a safe learning environment for yeah. year round and a lot of times you're like a father figure in some of those cases, so it's very important I think to have them before people like you that are that are cognizant of what they're doing so we visited with them, we visited with the hospital today um we've got another meeting and a in tonight we've got to be with our pentecostal friends and at camp meetings, so we've got a busy day and th- tomorrow we head north to Pontotoc and um, North Mississippi. We're all wide open uh, where you find the energy every for day. all that I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired just listening to right. that schedule <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, tell you, Oreos and Coca-Cola, Oreos and, 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 and scratch off that's, that's right, right there yeah, you yeah. Go. I've got to get I, just, <laughs> I, I, I may have won that money yeah, yeah. yeah. you're gonna go find that one yeah. in the trash can yeah. yeah. I'm not a political
0: strategist but I'm saying maybe not a good look if you win yeah, 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 yeah. that's all I'm saying I don't know you could take your money and run and be like I don't take it as a donation if you want to donate it to us well look Lieutenant Governor Hoseman we appreciate you stopping by thank you on the campaign trail there's everything you need from us uh you know we're this our bread and butter is the mississippi gulf coast but That's we right. love the entire state we love we the did. outdoors so uh hopefully get reelected and come back yeah. and talk to us uh I'd love when you to make, do that. make a tour down here again when, and talk when, about when the is issues. the election
1: again it's august 8th everybody go vote go, and, uh one thing nobody's talked about um i got mad about the uh public parks our state parks okay so i could never get the right stuff or any information so i sent architects to every state park and we did a list of everything that needs to be done and the list added up to $162 million. So first year we funded $38 million and we got some matching money from the feds. We are redoing every state park, all the electrical, all the pads where you bring in these much more advanced like buses, some of them and just the back campers and stuff. All of the cabins are being redone in the whole state parks. We should finish the first five this year. Roosevelt, Tishomingo, Buccaneers down here. Buccaneers, mm-hmm. that's right. So you've got these, we finish about five this year, and we should do five the next year, and then then we have eight left to do. But I intend for our state parks to be where you can take your kid and go fishing on a weekend or something, or get a decent cabin, not one that's got something in it, mold or whatever. <laughs> right. So we, you ought to see the redesigns we've done. These these places, um, like we built them in, over in Natchez, there, uh, you know, have a walkway out and a fire pit and all the latest stuff and a nice TV in it, so you, some place you'd want to go, Right, probably, uh, probably about a third of what you'd have spent it, if you went somewhere else. That's
0: the truth. I've been to Buccaneer, and it's it's Very beautiful nice. out there. And like you say, <clears throat> to get kids outdoors and not be stuck inside all the time. Oh, yeah. that's I mean, worth it's, it and see the state, appreciate the yeah, state. You just,
1: you, know? you just wait. You give me about two more years, and I'll have every park redone. Hey,
0: there you go. That's a that's that a, a uh, that's a campaign slogan <laughs> right. right there. So, uh, once again, we appreciate it. Good yeah. luck on the campaign. Thank you. I know you're on Facebook. People that want to uh, check more it, out about you yeah. or, or see whatever uh delbert hoseman okay you got you, the website
1: you can go to the website and take a look at all of our stuff and uh, we appreciate you know it's kind of stunning to me still that i've got an office in the capital you know i'd still be amazed by that i never <laughs> thought i'd be here They still gave you a key huh i don't <laughs> know how, i don't know how we got it and I, I still am amazed that i'm able to work for y'all and it's a special time yeah
0: well we like what we hear yeah i'm I'm, I'm glad to hear this you know the budget looks good and we're moving in the right direction so Yep. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Please get out August the eighth. We said boat, right. Vote, vote, vote. At least once. yes <laughs> <least laughs> that's right. At least once. I got. It. Uh, we'll see y'all on the next one, man. Yep. If y'all, if it's y'all uh, keep look, my mouse one off. If y'all keep tuning in, uh, we'll keep doing these. Uh, we got what next week? We got the some of the guys running for sheriff, right? Yeah. The sheriff's race. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: We got a couple of them coming in. Then we got uh, Matt Haley. I think he's coming yep. in, yep. and uh, another guy. Yeah.
0: So all right. Well, if y'all keep watching, we'll keep doing them. Yep. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to announce that we just launched our very own Brownwater Banter app. That's right. It's free to download in the App Store or on Google Play. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It's free. Download it now. Stay connected with the Brownwater universe. Inside the app, we have links to the Tales and Scales login, the Marine Forecast from NOAA, Tides and Currents, Radar, a list of all the bait shops here on the Gulf Coast, Everything you could need for a day out on the water having fun. We've also got all the Brownwater social links right inside the app, connections to our merch shop. And if that wasn't enough, we've also built inside of it a country radio station. That's right. So you can listen on the go. I'm sure it'll evolve over time. Right now, we're calling it Brownwater Radio Music for the Outdoors. So download it now, check it out, and we hope you dig it.
1: water banter.